for your air candy with K and K. The music never sleeps. Get ready for your sugar high with coffee and candy, candy, candy. Yes, 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 yes. This is JC, one half of Coffee and Candy, here in the studio with my man Cisco. What's up, bro? How we doing? How we doing? Ah, uh, feeling great. Just another episode of our podcast. Glad to be with you. Your And today we're going to talk about expanding the footprint. My concept of how Coffee and Candy slowly but surely expands its brand, expands its uh, product, new production, new remixes, new live mixes, expands the number and quality of gigs, and expands our network of like-minded, open-minded DJs and producers in the area. Yeah, like well said, we are in the summertime right now, 2023. Things are cooking with gas. Uh, we have a lot, a lot happening every day daytime nighttime our weekends are scheduled they're loaded it's everything that we've been working towards and now it's just making it happen week for week right in the wave it's so crazy i think back a year ago uh maybe a little more maybe 18 months and we just started this thing and we were talking about how we were going to get gigs because you know you had a full schedule with you know actual events weddings parties, recitals, things of that nature that sort of fuels uh, elite entertainment and Mondo music and the whole mobile DJ business. But then we decided we were going to do Coffee and Candy. And part of Coffee and Candy is not just in the studio making productions, but actually going out and doing live gigs and Mm -hmm. scratching our brains. How are we going to make this happen? So I tapped into my resources. You tapped into yours. We've got to thank... uh, Philippe and Nathan down at Leali for opening their doors to us. That was kind of one of our first gigs, along with Alex Tommaso at the Hyde and the George. That's right. But but now, my God, the phone's ringing off the hook. People want us to play uh, weekends, weekdays, night parties, day parties. It's almost too much, man. Yeah. Well, like my answer is, there's always room for coffee and candy, right? Yeah. No- Everybody always has a little room for a little coffee. And a little candy for some play on words. That's because everyone wants to be energized, man. That's just life. But let's say this has been an exciting ride. I mean, you know, legitimately, we've got day parties booked throughout the summer on Sundays. We have a lot of night party events, uh, places like the rooftop at the G, Tel Aviv, and the list goes on. And, you know, without dropping names, we've recently been on the road checking out venues in other states at the request of venue or nightclub owners to see if we would be interested in sort of adding to their existing lineup. Yeah, and that's been exciting because it's really a testament that people are listening, people are out there, they're engaging with us, and we are on the radar. Um, And that's not a bad thing. Everyone's, oh, you know, don't don't talk about those things, you know, like make yourself sound like you have an eco, but no, it's, it's, it's good to see that We had a concept and we laid it out and that things are now starting to happen. And, you know, that old quote, the phone is starting to ring. Right Um, now, it's like on the social medias, we're starting to get um, people that have a lot more going on than us. And we're starting to network with them. And that's a great feeling. It tells us we're on the right track. Definitely. And I definitely want to give a shout out to Vinny Vibe, who's been a great source of support to us. You know, I met Vinny. I don't know. Was it? 
during the holidays in 2022. You were with me and made the intro. We were playing a live set at Leali and we just sparked a relationship and it's continued to take off from there. And, you know, I emulate Vinny for all of the success that he's had in this industry. And I thank him for giving you and I a chance and trying to help elevate us to get to the next level. Yes. And as we've been out recently, I like networking with different people in different states. Vinny's name always seems to come up in a very positive way. And uh, that's a great thing. You know, like it's it's nice to be around like good company, people that are actually doing things actively. We are trying to look for people that are in the game, that are currently doing things, that are making moves, that also kind of see the same for us. Um, and I, I think that's, that's where we're at right now is we're trying to expand and build our network. One of the things I really love about this industry is that at least at this point in time, just about everyone we've encountered has been really welcoming. And I compare my limited experiences as a DJ and a novice producer with my extensive experience as a lawyer. Now, Rhode Island has 9,000 plus lawyers, and I have a lot of friends that are attorneys, but there's also a lot of jealousy in the legal community. Perhaps, you know, perhaps, you know, if you're financially successful or you're having a lot of success getting a lot of cases, there might be other lawyers in the community that support you and congratulate you and your accolades and your achievements. But there are also those guys that, you know, talk bad about you, try to bring you down. And and really, that is an effect of the jealousy that they have for you. I haven't experienced that yet in the music. Vinny, backtrack or Vinny for a second. When I first met folks like um, Kevin. DJ Duke, yeah. O'Sheen, um, Jason Saint, uh, Derek the Prince. Everybody was open arms. I was a new guy in the block and everybody was welcoming, supportive, wants to be involved, wants to get me involved with their stuff. I was touched by it. When we met Vinny, who's much further up the ladder and down the road than these guys are, he's sort of more presently relevant in what he's doing around the country with yeah. Pitbull and uh, Sirius XM and his touring schedule. He was open arms, welcoming and supportive. And I just loved it. And then I think back last Saturday, we took the ride to Connecticut with JC Alexander, who's really going out of his way to promote us. And I thank him for that. And and we met uh, JM, another DJ producer uh, from the New York area, who is further up the ladder and further down the road than us. Many productions, some of which are now in rotation on radio. His newest song, by the way, by JM on and on with uh, vocalist Dyson is in the rotation on BPM on Sirius XM. Again, another regular guy like us with a day job aspiring to sort of break the records or secure his flag, if you will, in this community with his productions and his live DJ sets. And he was just open arms to both of us, right? Excited to meet Coffee and Candy, excited to talk about music, excited to share his experiences, to hear about ours, and just discuss how we might be able to form an alliance to help each other further our career ambitions. And and I'm just blown away by the warmth and the welcoming aspects of this overall community. That's one of the great things about the electronic music industry. In dance music, it's all about the music. It's, it's all about the good vibes, good times, good people. And uh, it's a great feeling to be a part of that. I couldn't agree more. And I thank you for sort of dragging me down this road because along the way I've kicked and pushed. That's but... just part of the process. You, 
like you have to go through that. If it was all easy, everybody be doing it. Listen, everybody it's not be easy. doing it. This is a straight up struggle and a straight challenge from the creative side, trying to come up with new ideas and concepts and then executing them into finished products, along with trying to get known, making new acquaintances, cultivating new fans, making new connections that lead to new gigs. It's really a full-time job. It's not just about the music and the visuals uh, and the live appearances. It's about the endless hours spent in solitude, in loneliness, in the studio, boxing out family, friends, and other commitments in order to focus on the creative process. This is an absolute lifestyle of commitment and dedication that for some leads nowhere and that yeah. to others you know, leads to the heavens. I don't know yeah. where we're going to end up, but but I am committed <laughs> to the journey. I'm committed to the journey. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, really quick, I got to shout out my wife because what you just said, you know, she takes a lot of that back-end bullshit with having to figure out um, where can I fit in on this crazy schedule that you have. And she's appreciated. She understands it all. But sometimes I do feel like a little guilty because... I spend so much time on my craft, on um, trying to just get the right songs and the right sounds and the right remix to put out a good performance at the end. But it takes a toll on the personal life and the family life. And those people do take a backseat. So shout out to my wife for that. Well, shout out to mine, because if I didn't, <laughs> I'd really be in the doghouse. But my wife is the same way. I mean, fortunately, we work together on a daily basis. But when, when the sun goes down and the office closes, two nights a week, I'm in the studio with you. Another two nights a week, I'm with a personal trainer. I get one free night a week, Friday night's dinner at my friend Frank's, and then all of a sudden it's a weekend full of gigs. So so she and I truly are like ships passing in the night, but she recognizes my passion for this project, Coffee yeah. and Candy. She recognizes my passion and commitment to my clients, my employees, and my law practice. And and these things, Coffee and Candy and the law office of JC, are, are two full-time jobs that I managed to squeeze into one week and still find time to express my love and support of my marriage. If you want it bad enough, you'll figure out a way to make it happen. The people in this industry, they're not just all comfortable living good. A lot, even in like Hollywood, you want to be an actor, you want to be an actress. It's, you hear the stories, months and months of sleeping on someone's couch, eating ramen noodles, not having, you know, a penny to your name. Just to get to the point where you can get someone to believe in you to, to say you have something special, you're a gift, you're a talent, and then boom, you just rise to the top of what you know you were born to do. And I think coffee and candy definitely is going to leave a mark on this world. When and how, I don't know yet, but I'm looking forward to this entire journey. I couldn't agree more. I yeah. couldn't agree more. And it just seems that as the days and the weeks and the months that pass, you know, sort of our... Uh, our coverage, think of us as like a, a cellular phone signal. Our yeah. coverage just continues to slowly and slowly expand, right? Very, you know, in just a couple of weeks, we're going to be beyond Rhode Island, pushing the borders into Connecticut. Hopefully soon we're going to be in Massachusetts and New York in terms of live performances. And I know that our coverage online with the record pools, Instagram, the socials, the YouTube it continues and continues to expand. And yes. of course, thank you to the Coffee and Candy film crew because they're making that happen. My man Cody and his team from Tectonic Productions, we couldn't be happier. 
Yeah. Speaking of expanding online, like we recently had uh, like a DJ duo, someone like us who takes songs that are out there and known and they flip them in their own style for their own sets. And this is uh, an act from, I think they're from Germany. And yes, Cats on Bricks. Cats on Bricks. Follow them on Instagram. They're from Germany. Um, we have some songs that are out. They took it. They took the acapella. They flipped it. They did their own thing with it for for their style. And uh, like we appreciate that. Well, shout out to our brothers in Germany. And yeah. if there's ever an opportunity for us to fly overseas, connect with them in person, perhaps share a gig, be introduced to their fan base, be introduced to the venues that they play at, Coffee and Candy would be more than glad to make that trip. Yeah, but they have um, like this genre they called steam house i never heard of steam house maybe it's big over there in germany but uh steam house i guess that's what's rocking over there it's great yeah so speaking of expanding the footprint um let's talk a little bit about kind of what's our goal for the next six months that we've been trying to work on like can we share these things with people I think we should. I think that Coffee and Candy is all about telling the story to those that want to listen and about being transparent so they understand exactly what goes into this process. And I know one of our big goals for this particular summer was to get gigs in other venues, and we succeeded. Uh, and we're going to be, I think, playing at Tiki Beach in, in August, right? Uh, yes. I don't know if that has been announced uh, like publicly, but you just let the cat out of the bag. So hopefully that's gonna happen uh it's the 27th it's the last sunday of the month and uh like we will be there doing a set yeah yep miss guamica beachford island that'll be a great opportunity we're looking hopefully at trying to get into some venues in connecticut probably not a good idea to mention them just for purposes of maintaining confidentiality until yeah. they become publicized but ultimately i think our goal is to get some live gigs in boston perhaps some in new york and then from there, if the fan base is sufficiently expanded, try to go to some other cities on sort of a, a short tour, if you will, to bring coffee and candy sounds to new audiences. That would be a sweet, sweet goal. Uh, I have been personally trying to uh, like level up my game on the production side. Um, I think that the, like the remixes that are going to be coming out in the next couple of months, I think like people are going to hear a big improvement not that the other ones weren't good but they're gonna be like oh like these guys are really on something now uh because i've just been so inspired by what i've been hearing out there there's been a lot of great mixes and edits that have been coming out and that's been getting me really pumped up to step my game up um i've been doing this now about 20 years and sometimes you can get stuck in a wheel and everything starts to sound the same and like you're using the same sounds and the same kits um and I said, you know what, I am aware of this and I'm going back into school mode and I'm going to learn some new techniques on some different things. And it is time to up my game. I think that's a great idea because the competition is fierce. As you taught me, I will remind you, the competition is fierce. And in order to stay relevant, we have to continue to put out product. Whether that be remixes, flips, mashups, or new productions, a combination thereof, it has to remain consistent so that we will remain on the form part of people's minds. Coffee and candy every week, every other week, every third week is putting something out. And let's face it, 
the consistency of the productions works because I hate to bring it up all the time, but it's kind of like the biggest trophy on my shelf. When Tiesto picked up the remix that we did of Weekends, to me, that was the greatest accomplishment Coffee and Candy has yet had. We've never sat down with Tiesto. We've never had a full conversation with him, though we've met him on occasion at different gigs. But the fact that he and his team recognized the quality of that particular production and chose to insert it at the beginning of a Club Life podcast episode, I thought was Tiesto tipping his hat to coffee and candy and encouraging us to keep up the good work. Absolutely. Something recently just happened like that, obviously a lot more uh, like further in the success of it but there is this kid and i say kid because he looks like he's only like 20 21 22 online um and he's been putting out all these uh, like future rave mixes of songs and david Guetta had uh, like recently got a hold of this kid he had played one of his his records um at one of his shows and then he connected with him he brought him out I like met with him and brought him on stage as he played his remix. And I'm sure that this kid has a lot, lot happening right now on his schedule. And it was just simply because he kept banging away on social media, putting up little clips, little clips, little clips of the excitement that he was making uh, with all these different remixes. So consistency, consistency, consistency is the key to expanding things. You know, closed mouths don't get fed. If you don't knock on the door... No one's going to open it up. Hippoton. Oh, okay. That's the one. That's yeah. The one. This That's kid. The one. Yeah. This kid. This kid is good. I sent you that clip. Yes. And I constantly send you clips because that's my way of screening material out there and saying, Mondo, this stuff is good. Yeah. This is yeah, a he- phenomenal, phenomenal piece of music. So like when that dropped, I think uh, like David Guetta played that in Ultra. Uh, like in Miami, you, you were there in the crowd. And when he dropped that, I'm sure a lot of people out there thought that that was David Guetta's mix. Yep. But it wasn't. Yep. He found that online as a fan and said, this is so good. I'm adding it to my Ultra Miami set. The, the, this story that you're choosing to bring to the forefront yeah. of our podcast today has greater implications. It's similar to um, the Redding's weekend mix and Tiesto picking up, it, picking it up. It goes to show you that the A-listers who hold this industry together, folks like Geta, Tiesto, Afrojack, and more, are constantly scanning the landscape for talent through the posting of new productions. Yes. And this young guy, Hippoton, as I re- re- recall looking at his short Instagram post, when he came up with that spin on... Um, be my lover it was short it was 30 seconds yeah and david getta reached out to him and he couldn't believe it getta loved it getta invited him into the studio and they finished the product together and made it a two and a half minute track if i recall correctly so who knows what he has coming out what's up his sleeve what he has on the schedule for for shows but he has a lot of talent and i think we're going to hear a lot more of him um out there in the electronic world when you listen to that production I think I sent you that clip. You did. It was designed to kick you in the ass and say, get in the studio <laughs> and fucking match this. Yeah. Oh, do this, kid, yeah. and make coffee and candy shine. 
I'm trying. I'm no, trying. What are you waiting I'm for? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that easy. It's not. You know? It's not. He makes those clips look good, but I'm sure he spends hours and weeks and months on some of those great 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 edits that he puts together that end up being down to 30 seconds and it's funny because when you listen to the interviews of different producers and songs they've made over the years some folks talk about things that came together quickly you know within minutes and within an hour they had the track bounced out and finalized and it became a hit other folks worked on things on and off Mm -hmm. over a period of months and sometimes years so there is no time limit on it you can't put those sort of pressures or parameters on yourself I'm learning, you already have learned, the creative process sort of takes its own journey and it runs on its own time. Yeah, yeah, I've I've experienced that same thing. Some things come together, some things come together like butter. They just slide in and out and it's just all clicks. Other things I, I have to save and come back to with just like a clean, fresh set of ears. Uh, it all depends. I think that because we've named a number of songs in this week's podcast, you've got the David Guetta, Hippoton, Be My Lover piece. We have mm-hmm. the Frida Redding's Weekends, Coffee and Candy piece, and we have the JM On and On piece, and perhaps others have come up or will come up in conversation. Let's incorporate those into our weekly mix. Yeah, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Zach Martinos. He has a brand new record out called Subliminal. Um, you had sent me like a clip online and I heard it and I just, I kind of bypassed it because it was late at night. I was in bed. I'm like, I'll watch this in the morning. The next day I saw more clips on it and it caught my attention. I had the song on repeat for over an hour, over an hour, this one song. I was infatuated with it. Uh, and I just, I sent them like a message. I had shared it on my story. I tagged it on Apple link. You know, like there's a new song out. Zach Martino is fire. Uh, this thing's going to number one. And then he actually was nice enough to send me like a message back. And uh, hey, you know, thanks, man, for all the love and support. And then I said, hey, by the way, as a fellow remixer, here's something that I recently did. I sent him one of our tracks and he got back and said, wow, this is good. I'm adding it to my set. So appreciate you, Zach Martino. The only thing I heard from that entire portion of your speech was that you ignored the message I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> I do inundate you like rapid fire by sending you all these Instagram. It, it was like almost at like one o'clock in the morning, and I was just like, I'll, "See my I'll commitment to this in the morning." You see the commitment that JC <laughs> brings to the table. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. You, you outdo me. That there are not many people that can outdo me when it comes to worth ethic. You have me beat. I don't know how you do it. God bless you. Well, I appreciate that. But circling back to Zach Martino for a minute, another example of the openness and welcoming aspect of this industry. Yeah. Instead of the guy blowing you off like I was blown off by Rui, uh, what's his last name? Rui De Silva. Yeah, I'll give him a a slap in the mouth if I ever see him in person. That's another story from another day. And do not edit that out. Uh, And I was snubbed by David Getter at EDC 2023, and I'll bitch slap him if I ever see him in person. Zach Martino is a gentleman. He got back to you. He was open. He was complimentary. He was appreciative. He was professional. Another member of the music family. Maybe Rui and David were having bad days. Maybe they're entitled to a second chance. I know that I'm often asking judges to give my clients another chance. See? Go easy on them. (laughs) Go easy on them. Like when you get to their shoes, and one day I hope you do, 
it's all gonna make sense it's all gonna make sense these these superstars they're regular human beings just like we are they wake up they clock into their artistry and then like they clock out to the person that they are well let me give me some credit let me just tell you a little story a couple of weeks ago i was in the courthouse talking to my friend frank the bondsman this young kid walks over he's got a suit on and glasses he said excuse me I said, yes. Do I know you? He said, are you attorney John Calcagney? I said, I am. He said, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. I've seen you on television. I've read about you. I just want to shake your hand. And and I was in that moment, David Guetta. And I didn't turn my back on him and rest my head on Frank's shoulder because I was so oh, tired. I turned around and shook his hand. I said, pleasure to meet you. Give me a call anytime. And that's what David should have done. And I hope he listens to this podcast and feels badly about the way he treated one of his biggest fans. I don't and he know. lost a fan that night because my wife was so disappointed by his arrogance that she doesn't want to listen to his music anymore. Are you serious? I don't know. I, I think he's sitting back saying, fuck these Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we still love you, David. You're <laughs> yes. arrogant Frenchman. He's one of my favorites, all-time favorites. In any event, listen, we're coming to the end of our verbal discussion here. Should we get ready to get into the mix? Yeah, let's start on some tunes. All right. Sounds great. You're tuned in with Coffee and Cake.
anything and everything you have done.